Done by Prize Picks here on the Mayo Media Network. I am Matt Moody, joined as always by my guy, DJ Mitchell, here to talk about Thursday's three-game NHL action. DJ, how you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, season coming to a very weird end, as <laughs> I don't know what else to say other than we have a bunch of regular season games that are going to keep going until the playoffs. It's very weird. We don't have the playoff schedule yet, but it's supposed to start on Saturday. It's a mess and nothing like the NHL to take something and make it as confusing and convoluted as possible. So I'm excited to just step back from all that, uh, all the playoff brackets and and fantasy that go along with it, player pools and whatnot. And just talk about the three games that I'm going to be gambling on tomorrow. So we got three games here. Matt, how are you doing though? What's going on with your life? I mean, I'm, uh, I'm I'm doing all right. It's been a tough week of just waiting, you know, uh, just kind of tapping on the table, waiting for the, the playoffs to come around. Um, and the NHL, of course, is just like, well, you know, you're going to get your playoffs. But first, we got to get in this Vancouver-Calgary action. Um, okay. Yeah. Like, sure. That's I'm, I'm happy to wait. You know, I'll go out and do other things in the meantime. Um, so, you know, I am looking forward to Saturday night. You know, that'll be the first game, I guess, of the playoffs. But, geez, we don't know when the last first game will be at this point, which is kind of ridiculous, but also very on par for the NHL. Um, but, you know, we are here to talk about the fantasy, the betting, uh, everything else as it pertains to this Thursday slate. So we're happy uh, you guys, you know, came in, uh, listened to us, ramble on about these three games. So before we get to those, I do want to talk to you about prize picks. Uh, head on over to prizepicks.com and use promo code MMN when you sign up. That'll get you up to a $100 match deposit bonus and it'll help us out. So, you know, let them, let them know we sent you. Uh, do us a solid, you know, it's been a long season of giving you guys uh, fantasy hockey picks and bets. You know, it's right there in the title. We're doing it for you. So, um, you know, just make sure you head on over to the prize picks and do us that favor. Um, you know, what you do on prize picks, it's pretty simple. You see the, the big board. You can pick between any of the sports. They list a whole number of sports. Uh, we're going to talk about hockey, though, and you create a card of, and you know, of players. Um, and in the NHL, you get three points for a, sh- for a goal. Jeez two points for an assist and a half point for a shot and a block shot. Uh, you would think at this point in the year, I would know that by now. Um, but of course, you know, it's a ton of fun. I highly recommend you check it out if you have not yet um, and create some cross board entries, you know, baseball going on, basketball, finishing up hockey. So, uh, you know, head on over there, check it out. Let them know we sent you DJ. And, and any other sports and Eagle McMahon in disc golf, like just the lock of the century. Lock of 50, 50, Nine and a half, and that's the easiest under I've ever heard in my life. Just he might he might hit eighteen, just all hole in ones. I don't even know how it works, but yeah, no, very <laughs> fun stuff for sure. So we can get to the three games of action. Uh, it's going to be, you know, I think this might be the first time we have a eight p.m. start for one of our shows. Normally, we at least get a couple seven o'clock games on a Thursday slate, but here we are, eight, nine, and nine with the start times Eastern time. We have two back to backs and a game that you're going to get sick of hearing about. So we're going to start with Minnesota at St. Louis. It's a five and a half over under. Um, uh, I mean, right now, as we're recording, that game is in the third period, I believe. And St. Louis has a shutout for nothing. Um, This is, you know, not going to be a match we see in the playoffs. I think it's going to end up being St. Louis and Colorado and Minnesota and uh, Vegas is what it's shaping out to be. But two teams that are going to be in the playoffs, nothing really left to play for in their final match of the year. So, the money line looks like it's going to be almost dead even right around there. Do you have any lean overall to begin this? 
I mean, yeah, it definitely comes down to what these teams want to do with this game. Um, you know, we saw this on Tuesday. You know, we, we did a whole two-game show, and uh, we were like, hey, look, Boston has nothing to play for. You know, Washington has nothing to play for. What do they do? Well, Washington plays everybody that they can, minus John Carlson, I think, Backstrom. Boston literally sat their entire top three three lines. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, so that was just an obvious, like, if you can, you know, predict what's going to happen, sure, take that, you know, early edge. But honestly, a lot of it's going to change. Um, so we should get some four notice. We just don't have that at this point. So, you know, like everything else, it's always tough um, this early on, um, and especially at this point in the year. So I think my initial lean is probably just to go back to the St. Louis side. Um, they are at home. You know, maybe there's something a uh, little bit more to play for out of them. But also, they've just been playing really, really good hockey. Yeah. I mean, uh, we've been putting together some, like, playoff previews and stuff for the Morning Skate podcast. And just, like, looking at them, they, they're going to, you know, if they finish off this 4 nothing game, they've gotten points in 10 of their last 11. Like, this team was dead. And all of a sudden, they're back. And they are seem to be firing on all cylinders. So, if we get, you know, their main guys in the lineup, I think that St. Louis has you know, offers a lot of value here. Um, and it definitely would not surprise me if Minnesota was sitting guys, you know, on the road, on the back to back, you know, just to sort of get their, uh, you know, get their guys healthy and ready to face what we project to be Vegas. Um, so I think for me, the unders a really solid bet, um, you know, yeah. you don't know who starts in goal. Like they, they started Huso for St. Louis and maybe they go with Huso again. Um, you know, I, I I'm not really sure what they do there. I'm doubting it's Bennington, but in any yeah. case, I just don't see a lot to play for. We saw this in, you know, Washington, Boston, those guys would have rather been doing anything else than playing a hockey game. And I think we see one of those sort of games here um, between these two clubs as they get ready for the playoffs to start. Yeah, definitely. I think we'll, I, there could be a few guys that miss. Uh, we don't really know yet, like we said, but some of the veterans on either side, I think might end up sitting. I like the under here for sure. Um, that seems pretty easy to get. Uh, I don't like looking through the props right now. There's like not one goal prop that makes any rational sense right now. But if we get some news, one of these guys could jump into the forefront. Um, you know, on uh, Wednesday night, it could have been uh, Barbashev who ends up bumping up to the first line um, trying to find, I don't even know. I can't even find his prop on DraftKings right now. Yeah, I'm, not, there. I'm looking What's for him. Heck? I'm also looking for Clem Costin and yeah, I'm Costin, not seeing yeah. him. When those guys get posted. Those are the yeah. guys I was thinking like that yeah. might bump up and be like, like I think we get costed at like plus four something mm-hmm. and be like, hey, like this oh, guy's yeah. a shooter. Never mind. Guess we can't even do that. Maybe it'll pop up at the time you're looking at it. So just a, you know, these are a couple names of, of guys for St. Louis that I think could jump. Um, I mean, I don't know if there's anyone in Minnesota. I'm overly bullish on getting in. Like I just, again, this game does feel like a bit of a fade um, on most of the props. I mean, Kirill Kaprizov is, is the one. I know Meany talked about it for Wednesday show. The guy has hit like every single shot on goal prop for like a month. I think he's I think 13, 13 straight games. Yep. <laughs> 13 straight games. Um, I don't really see that cooling off, especially, you know, we think guys will be rested. I don't know if a Krill will. I mean, he's a, he's a young kid. Maybe they just want to keep him going while he's hot. You never really know. It seems like the guys are like the veterans that get the rest if they want it, but who knows? Obviously, you know, Minnesota could change their mind and sit him. But if he's in, I think he could be still in a pretty premium role. And, you know, he's he's a gamer. Like everyone that talks about him talks about how much he wants to win and how much what, how, much, 
how much he puts into each game. So I yeah. still think he could hit the shot uh, bonus yep. even maybe at five on DraftKings. So he's definitely going to be a focal point in my lineups. Yeah, if Minnesota doesn't have Kaprizov, they're almost certainly not going to have Kevin Fiala because Fiala has been nursing an injury. Um, so I pretty much would expect you know Kaprizov to play here, and if he doesn't, you know the entire team's going to sit kind of. So uh, for me, it's yeah. Kaprizov or nothing on the Minnesota side. On the St. Louis side, you know, I think the two guys we mentioned might be that the guys, you know, Barbashev, if, you know, if their main guys are playing, was playing with uh, O'Reilly and Perron. So definitely good there. Jordan Cairo as well. I think also, you know, he just sort of fits the mold. Young guy, shooter, um, you know, could see a decent role increase if some guys were to sit out. So uh, anything else there or just like, let's keep things moving. Yeah, the under bet there seems real strong, yeah. especially if you could get it at six, which I'm not sure it's ever going to get there, but five and a half is still pretty good. So we'll move over to Vancouver at Calgary. We actually have a little bit of news here. Um, John Monahan out for the remainder of the season. It sounds like he needed some sort of hip. Was it hip, right? Surgery or something of that nature? I'm honestly not sure thing. because, uh, you know, just funny story earlier, I was reading through the news and I'm like, oh, well, that's okay. Like their season's over, right? Because I, I just completely forgot that Calgary and Vancouver are playing like four more times still just because, you know, like the season. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I didn't they, even they think twice about games. it. Yeah. So. It is. Sean Manahan will not play hip surgery next week. So I was correct. He was in hip surgery there, which weirdly enough, he did play last game, but got off the first power play. That moved Mikael Backlund up to the first unit. Um, that, that might be the guy that could be the pivot here. I do think a lot of people are going to just jam in Calgary one if it's all playing. And Backlund could kind of be that sneaky play because, you know, overall in this game, you know, I, I think there is some upside here um, as far as goals are concerned because Vancouver is an absolute train wreck defensively right now. Um, I do think that this game could be worth stacking, but you have Backlund at plus 310 to score. First power play, he's been a rate shooter for most of his career. At, and this year, he's kind of been in spurts at 5,500 on DraftKings as well for a price point. That seems pretty strong. He had six shots on goal last game and a goal against Ottawa. Uh, you know, Ottawa, Vancouver, kind of <laughs> either or, you know, there's a lot of upside against. So I definitely like that play a lot as a solo play um, or just as a pivot off of Lindholm. I don't think you're going to be begging for cash. And I do think if you're playing DraftKings, leaving a little salary on the table could be wise to differentiate, but Backlund Giordano as a two man and just kind of not taking that Calgary one is going to be really unique because it's still a bit underpriced. Um, I'm not sure, you know, kind of getting into the weeds on DraftKings a little bit too much, but is there anything you wanted to say about that sort of narrative? Um, I mean, my quote unquote narrative is probably just to jam in all the dudes on Calgary. Um, you know, yes. this is the one game where like, obviously LA coming up doesn't have anything to play for, but Colorado does. So it's, you know, that game, um, you know, they're, they're definitely, I think going to be a little bit different than what we would normally expect Vancouver, Calgary. I mean, these are guys just playing out the string. So there's no reason to quote unquote rest guys. Um, you know, Monaghan was obviously hurt, so he's done. But everyone else I would expect to play, like Johnny Gaudreau on DraftKings is way too cheap at 5,400. Like he is, you know, multi-point upside just waiting to happen every night. Um, So I kind of think that, you know, in addition to playing backline and Giordano, I'm probably just playing the first line too and just saying, look, like we just saw this happen. Uh, You know, Wheeler, Shifley, uh, Connor were like a billion percent owned, but guess what? Like they are the best plays. So I think adding in backline, adding in Giordano, won't necessarily make you unique, but it will make you, I think, differentiated enough to where you can feel pretty good about the, that five-man stack and just 
like you said, finding value elsewhere because there will be a lot of it. Um, so, you know, on the Vancouver side, though, is there anyone who stands out to you, especially like a one-off type play uh, in these lineups? Okay. I got to be losing my mind. Uh, is Rathbone not <laughs> on the props for goals? He's played like five games. Um, yeah, can confirm he's I, not either. Oh my God, it's like the fifth game in a row. Come on, <laughs> DraftKings. Get him on there. That was going to be my bold take is that he's going to score a goal. But Jack Rathbone, um, he's been playing on the first power play for Vancouver. He's 2,800 on DraftKings. And I can't talk about the props, but I do think as a one-off especially, because he's had seven blocks in the past two games, it seems like he's just playing a ton of minutes and getting as involved as possible as you know a rookie out of Harvard. Um he did have what you had a stat like 38 shots on goal or something like that. You have it up still. Yeah. He um, played, he played eight games in the HL this year before, you know, coming to Vancouver and he had 32 shots in those games as a defenseman, yeah, like four shots just, a game. I mean, for anyone, it's ridiculous, but very good ridiculous. for a defenseman. So um, he profiles super well to be a really good asset. And like I said, I do think of all the games, if I'm going to get a bit of a game stack, it's right here. Um, and getting that, so getting like Giordano, who I think is just kind of a nuts play if he's going to if he's going to play with him, it is kind of a way to kind of hit the the medium on defense and not go overboard. Um, and you could play it with any of the guys on the first power play, which might be the easiest to say. Bo Horvat, who I think I would say as a shot prop is probably my favorite. Um, just I do think he'll get it done over two and a half for sure. Uh, not for sure. I mean, he's definitely definitely not a 100% positive, but I do like him here in this matchup. I think there'll be a decent tempo here um, to this game. So, you know, that kind of two-man, two-man, and then kind of throw in some pieces around it, you know, your backwinds, good uh, rows, et cetera. On a three-game slate, you might want to correlate a little bit more, but you can find it. You can make it happen and then just get like a couple pieces like Costin, et cetera, um, and then get a couple Colorado guys as they have something to play for. Like that's the, the lineup narrative I'm playing. Um, and then – Goal props. We, I was, I was gonna. My hot take was gonna be that first goal for Rathbone. Is I don't think he scored yet in his career. I was gonna say the first one for him, but never mind that. Oh, he has a goal actually. Let's go in a second. So, I think that I think we've said this almost every podcast. But where is he? Where is Hogland? Yeah, plus three twenty. That's still in play for sure. Guys yeah, been showing a ton. Yep, that's a real good value on uh, Hoglander. So I think it's been all year. Like. <laughs> Yeah. Every single time. Yeah, we just sort of went a month without them on the slate, so we sort of forgot. Um, yeah, yeah as for my player props here, I'm definitely going with, um, I think Horvat's the best guy in Vancouver, and then I actually like Backlinder Giordano the most. We can get their shop props yeah. most places. Um, so shop around, make sure you find the best line, but um, especially Giordano's just been firing like a madman lately. Um, he's playing on the top power play, of course, so I think that one's just pretty straightforward. Um you know, not getting into goals or anything with him, but he's just a great sort of um, shot on goal, block shots guy. So let's uh, let's cap up there and head on over into this last game of the night, um, barring a spectacular collapse out of Colorado. Uh, this, you know, on Wednesday night, this Thursday night game will be for the number one seed in the West and also the um, the President's Trophy, right? I'm not crazy in saying that. No, you're not. As long as they don't have okay. that spectacular collapse. If they win, yes. they win the president's trophy. Okay. Yeah. So we're seeing this Colorado team without McKinnon, uh, which is, you know, kind of concerning for the playoffs, but we're really not expecting them to play on Thursday night. Um, in any case, despite there being something kind of meaningful to play for, um, you know, especially when you consider it's home ice advantage too in the second round um, that you're getting with that. 
So I would expect we see all of their main dudes besides McKinnon. Uh, so pretty much a rerun of what happened on Wednesday, uh, which means Tyson Joe centering uh, Rantanen and Landeskog. Um, you know, he didn't actually get in on the scoring. So we kind of have to see what happened there. Um, you know, as Colorado was winning six, nothing like just a ridiculous yeah. game. Um, but he's sort of the immediate value. And then you kind of got to dig deeper to find some of these other values. So anything, uh, on the Colorado side you wanted to start with? I mean, I think that the, so last time, and we haven't seen the official game logs yet, but last time McKinnon missed, it moved Donskoy up to the first power play. So it's plus 190 to score. I don't love it, um, but it was Burakovsky and Donskoy, who I didn't, I don't think correlated oh, okay. as a line tonight, but that, did I say something? Uh, Burakovsky, this guy moved up. His Donskoy's been on that top unit, but you're right. Yeah, it's, it's that, those up. are the so guys. Yeah. The, the, those are the guys. So I, kind of what I was getting to is, you know, if you wanted to stack around the power play a little bit, like they make sense. Don Scoy is super cheap, mm-hmm. not the best rate shooter in the world. Like he has uh what 49 games, 74 shots on the year, like just not very good. So you're really relying on points with him. Porokovsky, he's a hundred a thousand more on DraftKings, but definitely just a better rate shooter. Um, especially with over the minutes he he's gotten, and when he gets more, it's just a better chance for him to smash. Um it, it's gonna be hard for me to talk myself into jamming in these really expensive guys in Ranton and Landeskog because as you're kind of alluding to, I think, you know, if Colorado gets up by a couple goals, I can't imagine they're going to risk Ranton and McKinning, uh, Ranton and Landeskog getting hurt to just pound away at Los Angeles and and beat the, you know, the the, the heck out of them for no reason. So I'm not going to do it myself. Um, I'm not taking any of their props. I just don't trust it. I think that, you know, obviously this matchup bodes well for Ranton, but I'm sure the, the books aren't going to take into account that they might miss minutes. So you're going to get terrible odds on it. I would rather try to get creative. Um, look at a guy like, you know, Burakovsky, like I mentioned, or maybe even Comfer who just smashed the night before and say like, Hey, like they're clearly trying to get this guy involved more. Let's get his shot prop. If we can get it, let's get his point prop or something. Um, and see yeah, if can't um, that out. But you more, know, it more is, or less in this game, I'm not that interested. It is funny your takeaway from a 6 nothing Colorado victory is that Colorado will not try to run it up on the Kings here. Um, well, they did it all in the first two periods. Like, it seemed <laughs> no, like in the right. third. Or- you're right. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. But it was a very funny thing to hear uh, when I'm looking at the scores. And it's like, you know, it's like one of those, it's like a, you know, a slot machine where it's just like spinning, spinning, spinning. Like, when do we get to a seven? You know, I'm looking for a seven. Um, but yeah, no, that's... Um, you know, this, this game is definitely, like you're saying, a bit of a, you know, a bit of a Pandora's box. Like if it's close, you know, Colorado is going to have to sort of, uh, you know, get the win, but if it's out of hand, well, who gets it out of hand? Maybe Colorado. That's, you know, the Colorado one, I should say. That's kind of where I'm leaning on this one. It's just like, I don't need the money. So like, I might as well just play these dudes. Um, you know, I'm not entirely convinced on that yet, but as far as, you know, betting the sides of this game, like, I mean, the puck line for Colorado is like minus 141. Like, I, I just, yeah. I don't know. I feel like I want to do that. But at the same time, it's just like, am I really, you know, am I really trying to do that when they're just trying to grind out a two-to-one win? I don't know. Um, so with all that said, though, I kind of am feeling the over here, over five and a half. Like, yeah. if, you know, if the Kings can even do anything. That, that's I, I the think, issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> that is, that, like, yeah. You just summed up the issue like right there yeah. like can the king literally do anything and tonight they have so not 
They have Here's, how many shots on goal right now with uh, yeah. 13 minutes left? They have 15 shots on goal. Like, yeah. five but, a period. My God. But it will not be Philip Grubauer in that. Does that change things for you? It'll be either, what, uh, Johansson or uh, is Dubnik done? I don't, I don't even know at this point. Yeah, Dubnik's, you, I think, done. If you but... put me in net tonight for Colorado, it might be a game. <laughs> like, I may have lucked into stopping a few pucks. Like, I just can't in good faith do it. And, and, the, and the real, like, extra reason to it is, like, it seems like Los Angeles, weirdly enough, has, like, sent down players that were, yeah. like, helpful because they wanted to get them, like, AHL playoff experience, I assume. But by mm-hmm. and them all went down. I mean, their roster is just a joke. You know, it's just like, what are yeah. we? Doing? It's like, I, I just, I can't, I can't do it. I, I like the under here, honestly. I just don't okay. think that, I think it's going to be in like a three nothing game. Uh, you know, you get all the, the, the defensemen back for, um, you got what, well, not all of them, but um, Gerard back for Colorado. I, I, I think they just shut them right down. You know, they, they play keep away as best as possible. They handle the, the goals they need to get. And, and I kind of like stacking a couple of the cheaper Colorado guys here you know you're in your two skins your compers burkowski's down score it's those guys and just giving yourself the salary to stack around that top game that i like so much um that's what i'm gonna do tomorrow on DraftKings and player prop wise if i'm being honest i'm not gonna be overly bullish on them just because there's so much variance that like trying to figure it out last second is just really difficult um especially on FanDuel to sort of throw it through everything and try to like figure out exactly what you want that it's gonna be really hard for me but if I'm going to do anything here, I'm probably going to get like, like I said, creative and take like Tyson Yost to score and like Backlund to score and like just doing like two man kind of unique things like that. Yeah. I mean, so I will sort of give the obligatory um, LA guys, you know, I do like the over and if, if things do happen on the LA side, I do think they come through the stick of Adrian Kempe. Uh, he's on the top power play and playing with Kopitar, you know, we'll see if that changes, but as of right now, he is, um, Jeez, I just I just had it. Yeah, plus three thirty-five to score. Yeah, I um, see that. You know, like Liam O'Brien, Jason Megna, Pierre Edward Belmar. You know, I, I could raise you one. You know, who has been really good for them. It's Gabriel Velarde. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I like awesome Velarde. Velarde's yep. problem was he just wasn't shooting, and then all of a sudden, maybe they told him it was okay. Like it, it's all right, and he started shooting again. And it was like, whoa, like that's cool to see. Like yeah. he's a really, really gifted player. Um, so those two are definitely the ones. And I mean, is there even, I mean, besides Kopitar, who I'm not nice. going to take, obviously, and Dustin Brown, there's no one that's even above three plus 300 to score for them. Like they're giving them literally no respect. And yeah. I think both of us kind of agree that there's at least some angle to say, like, they're probably not starting group hour. Like the goalie that's in net is not very good. Let's do something. I wouldn't even mind okay. getting absolutely bonkers and saying, you know what? Gabriel Velarde first goal plus what three thousand is it or 250, 2,500? Just like yeah. whatever, like have fun. You know, it's like the last <laughs> game of the year before the playoffs. If if you got ten dollars that you want to maybe light on fire, just do that. That'll be fun. Yeah, I wish or there was a prop. Didn't do a lot. I wish there was a prop that was a uh, you know Gabe Velarde first goal and then Avalanche second, third, fourth, sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth goals because <laughs> you know it does feel like you know uh, Colorado's going to take care of business here. Um, but yeah, you know, there, there's three games, um, you know, some news and notes from them, but of course you got to stay tuned to uh, the morning skates and the pregame skates in particular, um, oh, because yeah. we get a lot of this news um, either in the pregame availability, you know, hopefully they tell the media what's going on. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, if you do want to sort of stay up with this, we do have a discord with the morning skate podcast that DJ and I uh, do from time to time. So be sure to give us a follow 
there as well at Morningscape Pod, um, and you know, join the Discord that way by DMing us. Um, but before we get out of here, let's just quickly recap a couple of our favorite bets on the night, and then just like the one thing we're doing on DraftKings, you know, and GPPs to just sort of you know try and build a winner. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, favorite bets of the night. I, I think the unders almost across the board is what I'm going to do. I, I, I except for the Vancouver Calgary game. I mean, depending on what that lands on, I think it'd be under in Minnesota, St. Louis under in LA, Colorado, and then I probably just won't touch the Vancouver Calgary one. But I would take the over if I was going to take anything there. Um, just I, I like that, you know, to take those two unders. Okay. Um... Yeah, I was sort of, I'm sort of digging the Adrian Kempe props. Um, you know, if you can find shot on goal, of course, I like that. He's their, yeah. he's been their trigger guy in the power play. So that's sort of, you know, just where I tend to go to with my shot props. Um, but his goal prop at plus 335 is, I think, a really good value too. Um, we, we know that Colorado with Grubauer is pretty much impenetrable, but without Grubauer, they've not gotten good cold vending all year. Um, so I think that that's actually something that I'm baking into this slate where again, nothing really matters anyway. So like, why not, you know, go with the guys who are getting, you know, a lot of run on these downtrodden teams like Adrian Kempe. So you got something to play for. I like them a lot, you know, ride your dudes. Um, so the other one I will go with is, um, did you take Giordano or Backland or both of them? I don't even know. Like take him in DFS. I don't know, like just sure. you know, shot prop. Did you have a lean one uh, way or the other? Because I've been tossing them up all all God. show. Whatever one has better odds, I just take. All right, like, all right. That's, that, fair. that's the easiest way to do it. Like they're both very likely to hit over two and a half, in my opinion. So okay. if you get really good odds, take it. Yeah, and um, I think I think on um, you know one thing I'll be doing is uh, something I think people should be doing on short slates anyway is not necessarily going with two different line stacks from different teams and just think like I got to do this but getting pieces of the same team across multiple lines, for example, four man, five man stacks um, of the teams you like the most, like Calgary or, you know, even getting off the board a bit. Sure. Go for it. Um, I, Cause I just think that those tend to go way under owned and things happen so much line changes, power plays where you get a lot of sort of cross line um, point totals. And it's just way under owned for the upside it has. Um, because again, if your guys, if your team scores five goals, you don't need your guys in on every single goal to still have the best stack. So that's something I'll be doing for me. That's Calgary by far and away. Um, but I just think in general, getting these creative five man stacks is a really good way to go about things. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, like I said, I'm, I'm probably going to have six guys from the Vancouver Calgary game. And um, I'm not exactly sure yet. I think it's going to be a little bit more like four man Calgary, two man Vancouver, and then like a piece from um the, the Colorado side, uh, like I do think okay. they'll have some upside, but I, I like the under there. I think like a two to All nothing right. or three to one game there. So, um, yeah, that's and, and again, like the hardest part about tomorrow is going to be goaltending, and I think that that just uh, I guess a mental note or the best way to do it, and don't don't be like me on, on Wednesday night. It's just look at the Vegas odds right around lock, you know, right around eight, and, and just say you know what. Which goalie, and don't obviously break your back on it. Like, you don't need to play Johansson if he's in net at 8,500. But just go, you know what? Calgary is a heavy, heavy favorite here, and Markstrom's in net. Just just lock it in. Don't don't try to do something crazy. That's that's my best advice. Like, don't, nothing, nothing don't, but don't uh, play the LA goalie. 
Yeah, um, you know, that's on you, bud. But I think the LA goalie is perfectly in play here. Uh, anyway, let, let's get out of here. I mean, okay. we've, we've done enough. Um, yeah, do, feel free to reach out to DJ on Twitter. Just just check in. You know, um, you can see over his shoulder. It's been a tough week. Um, you know, we're getting ready to say goodbye to Jack and Sam. Um, you know, a nice heartfelt tribute from DJ there. Um, and also he played Cal Peterson on Wednesday night. So, you know, just give him an extra, you know, maybe send him some flowers or whatever. Um, so yeah, DJ, anything else before we uh, get out of here? I'll just rip to the Sabres. Um, it was real. it was real fun. Uh, that was a good decade of losing. I can't yeah. wait for the next one. <laughs> I'm just excited to looking forward to 10 more years of, yeah. of failure. Can't wait. All right. Uh, make sure you head on over to Prize Picks. Use promo code MMN when you sign up. And as always, big thanks to them for sponsoring this very show. Uh, best of luck on Thursday, everybody. And we will see you.